The Commentary Booth is a show for media lovers by media lovers just like you. If you want to support the show, go to jamieappsmedia.com. Welcome to the Commentary Booth, the ultimate weekly entertainment recap and review show. My name is Jamie Apps, and each week I'll be joined by a rotating cast of co-hosts to run you through the entertainment media we've consumed during the week. Along the way, we'll provide you with some insightful commentary and reviews. This week, I'm joined by a freelance social commentator who lists his favourite movies as American Psycho and favourite TV show as Peaky Blinders. Welcome to the show, Blake Robinson. My man, what is the good word? Not too much. Staying inside still. How about yourself? No, I've actually um, <laughs> been getting out and about a bit. Eh? I'm still working, so uh, my life hasn't really changed too much. Luckily, I guess. I never thought I'd say I'd be lucky to work in. Yeah. <laughs> getting abused by um, baristas at the cafe, I see. Yeah, I am actually. Um, so the local cafe, Crossroads in the Hospital, opens up at 2 a.m. every morning. I work night shift, so... Um, yeah, I get to go over there in the morning. It keeps me busy, keeps me occupied. <laughs> yeah, I saw she didn't take the joke about getting a takeaway too well. Oh, that one, yeah. What happened there? Um, oh, yeah, no. Um, just if oh, I can't even remember now. Anyway. Yes, something like, yeah, she asked if you wanted a takeaway and you're like, oh, yeah, I'll have a takeaway, and she just did not take that well. Yeah. Well, it's the obvious thing, isn't it? Yeah, a bit silly. Uh, so what have you been getting up to when you've just been at home? Man, um, drinking heaps of wine, actually, which is nothing new for me. But, um, yeah, just drinking wine, watching uh, watching a heap of movies and just old stuff that I haven't haven't seen in a while. I'm just catching up on and, yeah, just been smashing Netflix, hey, like everything that pops up. Yeah, thank God for Netflix at this time. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm thinking about branching out to a bit of a uh, Stan and Amazon uh, Prime, but I'm not too sure what the go is. I don't want to get too involved in too much. It'll just completely consume me. Yeah, we've got Stan at my place, and I really only use it for Better Call Saul. Yeah, I've seen they've got a heap of old TV shows that I like that like the others don't have, so I might just get it for that, but... I know every time I search for a movie on Netflix that I want to watch, they don't have it, so it's, it's frustrating. Yeah. But then it's, that, that is it's good for, like, the originals side of things and documentaries that you can't not have Netflix. Speaking of the originals, last night they dropped uh, Last Dance, the Michael Jordan. Yeah, man, far out. It's broke the internet, hasn't it? It's yeah. literally everything I, I, I've seen online is just everything, everyone I've followed, just everyone's watching it. It was very good, though, hey. I was like. Yeah, blown away. I'm not like a massive Jordan fan, but I'm just a huge basketball fan. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds. Um, going into it, I really thought they might tarnish his reputation as like gave him a bit of a bad guy image, but so far, so good. Yeah, I think he sort of got out in front of that too, saying, Oh, people are going to think I'm a really. Yeah, but at the same time, he, all the footage him. has been in a vault for 20 years and he's finally approved it. So he's obviously not going to approve it. Like him being a perfectionist, he is. He's not going to approve footage that's going to tarnish his reputation, is he? So it can't yeah, be that exactly. bad. It's probably it's only just, going to like improve him, really. That's just the competitive nature of sport, too. Like the people at the top, they want to win 
all the time. So yeah, well, that's exactly right. I think um, a little bit of conspiracy going around. I've seen um, just because of the Jordan and LeBron debate at the moment, everyone's saying, "Well, LeBron's the goat," and everyone's saying he's releasing this footage now just to silence everyone a bit. So he's always going to get out on top, isn't he? Yeah, as soon as you just go, look how many rings I've got, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, you win. But uh, yeah, an interesting uh, part of it that um, when he what would he put like sixty? How much did he put on that Celtics team in the playoffs? Like sixty three points or whatever. But uh, everyone's saying, oh, LeBron yeah. like wouldn't do that these days. But look at the competition back then, mate. They were all like seven foot tall white guys, and they weren't athletic at all. I'm pretty sure LeBron would run a train through those guys. He put a hundred up on that team. Yeah, exactly. He just used his his youth and speed. I mean, Jordan was just ahead of his time as far as athleticism goes back then. Like he was, wasn't, no one had seen anything like it on the court. Like, yeah, he really started the, that new era of just like athletes. Some of the dunks and stuff that were in the highlights. Yeah, back people weren't even like, trying that. Like in a game, like maybe in a shoot around, you'd play around, but he's just doing that in a game, just disrespecting defense. Yeah, the one where he hit his head on the backboard. I was like, whoa. <laughs> pretty, pretty wild, man. But, um, yeah, I, I've I've grown up on Kobe and, like, LeBron, so I never really – I've only watched the highlights that everyone else has seen of Jordan. I haven't really seen too much. So this is educational for me. But, um, yeah, he was definitely a freak and ahead of his time. I just couldn't believe how many highlights and how much footage there was oh, that people sort of had. It's incredible, seen. hey. Um, yeah, like and that's only two episodes. two episodes. I'm 40, like, I'm nearly sold on it. I'm I'm surprised it lived up to the hype, too. I was a little bit worried that it yeah, was going to Yeah, short. a lot of people said that. Like, But then again, back onto the debate, though, he's not going to release his footage if it's going to make him look shit. Funny thing I noticed was Barack Obama credited oh, as former Chicago I resident. I lost it when I seen that, hey. The disrespect, but then um, bit rude. then what happened with um, Bill Clinton popped up and they didn't that said um former governor of Arkansas, <laughs> so yeah, at least at least he got credited with yeah, some like, sort of political the former campaign. Chicago Obama resident. That's pretty good though. That's a big bit of a flex by the producers for sure. Yeah, but he yeah yeah he's a he's a Chicago boy. He loves his basketball. Yeah, I think he used to play um college too potentially. I think back in the day. I know he was a gun in high school. I've, I've seen a few Obama highlights, but yeah, yeah he um he loves his basketball. Yeah, pretty good rap. I wonder if they pretty good rap on... to have Obama like talking about. <laughs> yeah, huge. I wonder if they've ever got on the court for a private oh, one-on-one. And I would kill to see that. Oh, you never know. Maybe the maybe that Obama interview is a bit of a tease to what's to come in later episodes. Uh, imagine. It it will be interesting to see where the next four episodes go. Oh, I've seen a clip, a bit of a trailer for the next episode last night after they released these two um it's got a bit more rodman in it which would be good he's a he's a character in the heart so i hope it does feature a bit more because that second episode sort of focused on scotty pippen a little bit didn't it so i'm i'm hoping yeah, it runs through the team a bit like steve kerr's got an incredible story himself too so yeah i hope it goes through the team a bit and sort of finishes up on what jordan has to say at the end what do you think of the uh the two episode at a time <laughs> Normally, it's probably all right when everyone's, like, working. They can probably come home and just watch an episode or two. But at the moment, when everyone's got nothing else to do, I think I've seen a lot of NBA players tweeting, like, they just wanted the whole 10 episodes to punch out there. And then I was the same, though. I love binging on a show. Like, if a show comes out, I'll normally wait till it's all out, and I'll just like, watch it all at once. But it'll, go, it'll keep us on our toes, and Monday will be um, enjoyable again. Yeah, definitely give you sort of appointment viewing every Monday. Yeah, I'm now. actually pretty keen for it. Then I'll be sad at the end of it, at the end of the five weeks. Just have to watch it again, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, even last night I was like, oh, I could have watched the whole the whole lot, but now 
looking at it, I'm like, that's not. Yeah, you don't want to overdo it. Just digest the, the two at a time and um, go from there. And it keeps you hungry. But this is going to be huge numbers wise. How many people tuned? I think six million people tuned in yesterday. I seen some particular. I don't. I don't know. I don't know much stats wise about stuff, but um, like in this field. But yeah, that, that's got to be big. Was that just the the US like live ESPN oh, stats? Would have been, eh? Yeah, that's wild. Well, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing some Netflix. Is it only on Netflix in Australia? Yeah. Yeah, then they got it. Which was a little bit weird. Like, I don't, I don't know why ESPN didn't. Yeah, well, ask yeah, I don't have. I don't have the live broadcast. I don't have ESPN, right? but um, so it wasn't broadcast live here either, was it? No, it was just purely Netflix at five o'clock. Yeah, but it's, do you reckon this is um, it's all come out of the. They've timed it to come out now, so it's going to be big, like bigger than what it should have been, or is this? Because I think I read in 2016 is when he finally approved the footage after the Warriors broke the um, single season record when they went what 73 and nine. I think yeah. that's when he's, he's freaked up a bit and he's like, "Yeah, right then, let's um, let's show that show them what we had." Yeah, no, they they did bring it forward so that it did go with all this social distancing yeah. stuff. Oh yeah, because I did read something about that. It wasn't yeah. It wasn't meant to come out for another two or three weeks. So. Yeah, well, it's um, it's keeping everyone ticking over. I think all well, the NBA's, I think they're doing all they can. Or oh, it's good that they did the the two K competition with the players playing NBA two K. Then well, they did that horse little horse comp. So they're trying to do something. Yeah, it's it's good to see sports like trying to stay alive. Like, oh, this maybe... esports has taken off too. Like the e series for um like V eight supercars and F one. Like, that's yeah. huge, man. So that's pretty good. Like yeah. it's almost going to be disappointing when the the, the seasons start back up because there'll be no more E series. Yeah, and even on the darts, they're doing like play at home, so they're having two oh, yeah, players no. just set up a streaming camera on their own home boards and doing a comp. Yeah, that everyone's way. quickly adjusted, which is good. But I wouldn't um, wouldn't want it to go on any longer, to be honest with you. Because yeah. well, this was meant Bring- to be like a few days into the play into the playoffs for the NBA. It was meant to start last week, which yep. um, is a bit sad. But they're still hopeful. Bring, bring, bring back the Premier League. Yeah. Please. Oh no. Nah. Keep it how it is. What else did you have you been checking? Oh uh, man, I watched. Um, I don't know if you sent the platform. It's a yes. It was a Netflix it original. The I think it was originally um, done in Spanish, but they, they got it up dubbed in English on Netflix. It was pretty interesting, eh? So I just. Yeah. I'm not. Ooh. I'm. I'm Bit yeah, I'm more of a dub person than uh, subtitles. I can't concentrate on subtitles. I, I just lose <laughs> lose focus on what's happening in the movie. But um, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. I like um stuff like that. I like my scary stuff. Yeah, it was really like it really made you think too. It wasn't just oh, we're going to scare people. Yeah, I, it sort of wasn't scary because all, all trailers make it look out like it's <laughs> dramatic, but um. Yeah, it took a bit of a different turn than what I thought. And then um, I don't want to spoil it, but, yeah, the end was um, a bit different than I was expecting. I was almost disappointed, but at the same time, I think that was, like, the moral of the whole story. Like, it was just ironic that I was disappointed at the end of it. Just made up for what the whole movie was about. Just greed. greed. Yeah. <laughs> it left me wanting more. And I think that was, I think yeah, that was the whole like point it. of it. The whole movie was about greed. <laughs> so, the end. Yeah, and it's one of those endings where it happens and you're kind of like, oh, that was... A bit of a dud. Yeah, because people. A couple of hours later, you yeah, because um, people ask me if they should watch it, and I was sort of like, oh, I probably wouldn't bother, eh? Like, like I'm, like, I could have happily went on with my life without watching it, but then yeah, there's the days when I was sort of read into it a bit more. I was like, yeah, that actually was a really good movie. So yeah, I do recommend watching it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's definitely for a certain yeah, crowd. Yeah, I wouldn't though. just like, like, watch it if you... <laughs> just the general movie-watching <laughs> nah. public probably are going to not be nah, movies fans. It was good day. But I um, also read a few people in, on a forum that um, they watched it like with subtitles and it was like heaps better. Like Because I think with English dubbed over the top, it sort of makes it look a bit tacky. A lot of, a lot of the time, yeah, it's been off so it um, sort of takes the edge off it. But, yeah, people watching subtitles and they said it was incredible. Yeah, I'm a bit like you with subtitles. Sometimes I can deal with it. Other times <laughs> I, just, I find I'm reading the subtitles. Yeah, I mean, I'm too busy like, keeping movie. track and processing what I'm reading and I'm just not watching what's happening on screen. Yeah, and that, that's definitely a movie where you sort of need to see the subtleties of the performance oh, yeah, of what's happening. yeah, for sure. It's, uh, it's very visual. Yeah, also on Netflix I checked out Dave Chappelle's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, New sort of special yeah, slash awards. Yeah, I was just what to expect. It was pretty cool, but he's definitely the goat as far as comedy goes. I'm not not massive into comedy, but I definitely love his stuff. He's just machine, eh? <laughs> Again, another person way ahead of his time. Yeah, he's he's in one of them uh, Jordan and Ali debates, eh? It's <laughs> for comedy. Yeah, and it was it was a strange one too. Yeah, I never really watched. Originally, I thought it was going to be like just a regular stand-up special. And then I watched it. I was like, oh, wait, it's more of a, like a documentary and career retrospective. Yeah, it's cool how it flashed back. Yeah, it was a, like a massive, just a massive shout-out to him, mate. Like everyone was getting around him. But his, um, Heaps his of... most few recent Netflix specials is incredible. Hey, I think that was when he first he came back on the scene, hey, since the Chappelle show, wasn't it? I don't know too much history about it, like when he stopped the Chappelle show, but that was pretty um, much the first things he did, wasn't it? Yeah, he had that huge hiatus. hiatus. And then I think he came back. Did a few like small, unannounced shows, and then came back and did those two specials. Yeah, imagine yeah, he's imagine being in like a small venue, like the Comedy Store in LA. And he's just there unannounced because they do that a lot. They just have um acts there unannounced, and imagine rocking up and um you just seeing Chappelle. Like my my friend was over there once, and he just went there for the night, and um Joe Rogan just jumped up and <laughs> did a few things. So that'd be pretty cool, though. Yeah, and I've heard. I've heard Chappelle's one of those people that when he does show up to, it's not like I'm just I'm just doing forty minutes. He's there for two, three, four yeah, hours. Like, back on the Jordan debate, he's just perfectionist. <laughs> he's just, he's not going to have someone say a bad word about him. And just have that much comedy chops and material to be like, I'm going to just stand here and tell jokes for the next, and stories for the next four Bro, hours. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they remember everything. Every time I watch like a stand-up, I'm like, how the hell are you remembering all this? <laughs> like they don't, they don't Especially even his stumble over. Like, they just rattle it out. His too, because they're so thought, like he has so much thought and meaning behind every story yeah, yeah, and joke. For sure. but he doesn't just ramble on about crazy things. Yeah, it's almost all the time. straight from the heart. He's um, geez, I love his. <laughs> he offends a lot of people as he keeps going on about. It, but his trans jokes are just too good, eh? <laughs> like they just hate him. But you can't get offended. It's comedy. Exactly. It's like like he says in the in this special, it's comedy. Like this is the one time I'm allowed to be offensive and. You just got to yeah, deal with it. Like, it's a good too because he's got that. He's got an Asian wife, and um, he always he always has the Asian jokes and drops her in it. It's pretty funny stuff. And the the little set that he did after the oh, award yeah, ceremony yeah. when he was just taking shots at the mayor. Uh was was it the what mayor was that? The mayor of Washington. Yeah, it was in Washington at the Kennedy, was it at the Kennedy Center. Yeah. Yep. I loved where he's just like, yep. Just try some crack. You, you can you can have a go. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, classic. The fire was pretty star-studded. Hey, the crowd, even the um, performers, well, they have most deaf and common. It was pretty sick. Pretty sick watch. It would have been an amazing ceremony. Had his mum there too, which surely would have been a bit awkward. But <laughs> some of the stuff he says, but she'd be used to it by now for sure. Did you check out anything else? 
Over the last week? Um, yeah, it's not on Netflix, but um, a little show called Servant popped up on uh, Apple's streaming service. Fire out, man. It was incredible. It was, um, it was just one, yeah, one season. Show. I think it was like eight or ten episodes. I smash it out end on end. I just didn't get off my bed to watch the whole thing. It was so good. But I think it's going to be more seasons of it. But, yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah, heaps creepy. <laughs> it's, uh, I remember yeah, watching the trailer a couple months before it came out. I was like, holy God. But um, I, I thought we saw it as a movie, man. And um, just when it came out, mate's like, yeah, I got all of um, Servant. I was like, what? So I thought it was a movie when I was watching the trailer. But, I was, yeah, it was pretty well done. Yeah, it's definitely a show that needs to be binged too, like because there's so much happening. Yeah, yeah, I feel you would um, it forget stuff if you watched it week by week. Because, yeah, I spread it out over probably a week or two when it first yeah, I think, dropped. Oh, they'll drop in just an episode a week too, I think. Yeah, and I was, I was pretty lost there for a little while. Um, yeah, Rupert Grint, far out. He was good in it, hey, for those playing at home. Ron Weasley from uh, Harry Potter. Um, I was I was a bit sceptical of his uh, American accent at first, hey, but um, he held in his own in the end. It was very solid. Yeah, he was he was really good in that. Um, Apple TV have done a great job with some of their casting on their shows. Oh, who's the, the young girl in um, Nell Tiger Free? She's incredible. She nailed that role, man. I don't know if you know much about her in real life, but I'm like, she's um, I think she was born for that creepy role. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely nailed the the creepy babysitter yeah i was just um yeah the first episode i was like oh my god this is gonna be a ride have you watched um the morning show on apple i don't actually have apple tv man i've only um i think i've watched servant is Uh, it is it what's that like that's that's another one i need to get around it's i thought it was even better than servant yeah right it's yeah that pure like news and the whole me too movement so i thought and incredible cast as well i love that one who was in that Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell. Yeah, right. Jeez, they they just got so much. I don't know where they get it. Well, Apple's obviously loaded, but they just got yeah, money to loaded, throw so it actors like Netflix. I guess when they're trying to launch a streaming service too, like yeah, they just sell it. Chucked money. Yeah, they Hey, Oprah, we're, we're signing you. Yeah, like throw out the stumps really for their first one, and it's paid off yeah. for everyone by looks of it. <laughs> Yeah, it seems. Yeah, I'm interested to see what else uh, Netflix come out with because they've been snapping up other productions too, like um, Uncut Gems. They bought that off um, like the producers, so they got they got an eye for it. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff now. Is just now the streaming services are established. Yeah, like, yeah. I wonder yep. how much stuff is actually yeah, Netflix like original now, yeah, or if they just bought it, bought stuff out. Yeah, I think I think they're just buying yeah, stuff now. Like even the last dance, I was ESPN, and they've just purchased it for a yeah, second. yeah. I wonder, um, I wonder who did it back then. Like whose grand old idea it was? It obviously wouldn't be invited by Jordan, but I wonder if they knew that knew that was going to be like the last season as well. That's why they did it. It's it's all seems so yeah, perfect how that, it's worked out. Eh? I was surprised they let the cameras in there and then held the footage for so. Yeah, long. I'm I'm going to have to read into what more why they um withheld it. Do you know? Do you know much about it? No, I'll have to look into it a bit more, but it's definitely interesting to see, to find out why it has taken, what, yeah, 20, 20 years, years now. It's crazy. But, yeah, it was an um, interesting, interesting note, like I said earlier, about after the Warriors did that magnificent 73-9 uh, season, so these sort of said, hang on a minute, I've got to, I've got to shut everyone up here. 
Yeah. But I'm still gonna I'm still gonna run let everyone get carried away. Conspiracy that um he was getting threatened by Jordan, <laughs> um threatened by LeBron. Sorry. Yeah, of course you do the bloody LeBron fan throwing up. Hot yeah, man. So right, um, that was uh, that was before I uh, watched much Jordan. So I'm sort of back down to earth now after seeing all those games he played. <laughs> didn't didn't get any back. No, luckily. Although um another thing I was gonna mention too that when Scotty Pippen was out for the surgery. They, I think they showed that in episode yep. two, and um, and they lost. What they started the season zero and four or something. Then they went like four and four, but they hadn't won a game on the road until they played the Clippers, which were like the worst team at the time, and they ended up beating them in double overtime. But see, they struggled without Pippen, which is like Jordan wasn't like see like LeBron. If LeBron plays, he doesn't really need anyone else around him. I feel like he he can yeah, like he can what he do carry Cleveland. Him. Like he just carries a team, but then Jordan had an opportunity there to carry and just got over the line of against a very ordinary team. But like even when they showed when it went into more about Pippen yeah. and the amount of money he was on, like he was so Bro, they he did himself 30, hey? so hard with that. Um, I read a thing today; it was um, pretty interesting. Um, Larsa Pippen, he's all. Wife slash ex-wife, I think they're in the middle of a divorce. She she tweeted, "Um, thanks for your concerns. Scotty did okay." Then she's posted a screenshot of Scotty Pippen's career earnings, and it was one hundred nine million dollars, which ended up being twenty million more than what Jordan earned in his career for playing. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> I assume that doesn't include all the money Jordan's oh, no made way, from Nike since. Well, he's a billionaire now, isn't he? From just all that. I've seen today too, uh, Jordan but yeah, like, pledging all everything he makes off his documentaries going to charity. <laughs> so, yeah, not like he needs well, to nice. quit anyway. But yeah, like who signs a seven-year contract? Yeah, it was criminal almost. Like everyone's like, what are you doing, like, man? Second year. What was it for? It was like $2.8 million or something. It was something ridiculous. Yeah, I think it was seven seven years for like 10 or $12 yeah, million or something. Barry. <laughs> like what are you doing? So I think um, at the time – Jordan was on more season himself than what the whole team was to put together. <laughs> season, ridiculous. When you look at it, just seems like a pretty people, people are taking pay cuts just to get yeah. Extra what's players. like the veteran minimum contracts now? Like two and a half million US. <laughs> just, but um, it seems like a pretty toxic environment, eh? Like Jerry Krause and um, Phil Jackson didn't have the best relationship. The descent between. Front of house boardroom and actual playing and so that's, coaching. That's another stuff. thing. Like the, maybe you know this will expose like the, the legacy of it and saying it was a bit tarnished. But yeah, I'm very interested to see what happens. Well, I haven't read too much into it, like the history of that Bulls team. Like I know as much as everyone else does, just from simply being a fan of basketball. But yeah, it'd be, it'd be good. Even just how much they picked on. Jim yeah, they constantly calling him short. Um, Jordan just kept getting into him, didn't he? No wonder he was annoyed at everyone and wanted to rebuild See, that's what the I team. Thought too, going into this, this is going to make me hate Jordan. Still might, but so far so good. Yeah. <clears throat> what else has been? Um. What else have you got, man? So the Invisible Man. Yeah, finally, finally, that, eh? finally checked that one out. Um. Yeah, because I um I remember seeing oh, ages ago they were filming this movie in Deal Warrior, like a Hollywood movie, and I was like, yeah, sick. Then I was only. When uh, the Invisible Man came out, I realised it was that. I was like, "Oh no way, that's sick!" Yeah, they filmed it at that house in um, it's in Jerringham on the hill there. Yeah, like the whole main part of it yeah, is set just... in San Fran, but filmed yeah. in Jerringham. 
bit of a spin. Yeah, so I haven't, dri- I haven't driven past that house yet again since watching the movie, but I'm sure I'll be starstruck when I go past it. I've always wanted to stay there, hey. I've, it's actually on Airbnb. Yeah, it's like it? three and a half grand a night, though. Yeah, a few mates, though, between 10 years, 350 bit bucks steep, each between 10 yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Looks like a yeah, pretty sweet house, man, too. But yeah, good movie. No yeah, one, I, I wasn't really sure took, what, who I was going to end up. I did like how it took a classic tale and sort of spun it and brought it to the modern age with Oh, that, so that like, oh, what would you call it? That invisibility get up. Yeah, the, the tech. It did get a bit sci-fi at like, a point there, didn't it? But yeah. I enjoyed it. And then also like the the idea of domestic There's abuse. There's a lot of good um, and, messages in it. Yeah, I loved but, it. But yeah, I was actually pretty um, pretty surprised how, um, I don't know, are we doing spoilers or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Might been, as well. it's been, been out for a while. Yeah, when um, she took can... the mask off and it was the brother which was trying to help her. I was pretty surprised by that. I, I, I wasn't expecting oh, that at yeah, all. Yeah, that was I a massive surprise. To be like him still alive, which he was really yep. in the end. But yeah, it was all a bit weird. Yeah, I, I, I liked that it wasn't like pure horror either. Like just sort of really tense the whole. Yeah, time. it wasn't scary at all. It had like one or two jump moments, like when she was in the. Oh, that's like that, that. That was probably the. Um, yeah, I was a bit on edge there. But that was like the, that was the one jump scare, and then the rest was just tense the whole time. Yeah, it was time. cool how they did it. I really enjoyed it, but um, I thought maybe could have went a bit longer after after she um slit his throat at the kitchen table. There, I thought it would be cool to find out what happens, like what the repercussions there were. It was already pretty long. It was yeah, a pretty long movie I guess though, they at that it, stage. They left it sort of open there as well, like because she does take the suit yeah. with her. Because I think it's meant to tie into yeah. That, what do you reckon? Sequel vibes because <laughs> she's taking the suit with her. Bit of a revenge. I think it's meant to tie into a, a universal or a Sony property that they have coming up where it has, like, the Invisible Man and a couple oh, of other sort of monster thriller-type yeah, characters. Did, um, like, um, what's his name off Split and Glass, like that sort of vibe? Yeah, so I think it's meant yeah. to be something similar to that. Like a, just a, different boot, sort a bootleg of Avengers or something. <laughs> but heaps yeah, better. Yeah, just like bad guys and... Yeah, I'll be all yeah. about that. So have you actually, have you actually read into that. and seen something about it, have you? Yeah, yeah. I read somewhere that. about it. It's... I can't remember what the other characters are, but it's the Invisible Man and, like, I think, like, maybe, like, a werewolf or something and Frankenstein. Yeah. I think it's all of those classic horror Actually, um, monster things. Speaking of uh, Frankenstein, there's a little, um, I think it's three-part miniseries on um, Netflix called Dracula. I don't know if you've seen it. Did you watch it? Yes. I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. I just chucked it on. I was actually pretty cool, eh? I thought it was going to be, like, heaps scary, but it was almost a bit corny, but I enjoyed it, man. It was, like, a good take on that. Classic Dracula story. I love the first two episodes, and then the third episode just oh, it got out of hand. I, <laughs> I think they just had a bit too much creative control, and um, the imagination just flowed. <laughs> Understood where, like, why they were trying to bring it to the modern age, but it just didn't work. Once it got to the yeah, modern, my head was like period. spinning when I got to that. I was like, just trying to think, like, piece it all together. Like, how has this happened? It was really cool. I was like, an interesting take on it. Yeah. Like, a classic story. I liked it, man. Good. Yeah, I hadn't yeah. heard a single thing about it, but I just randomly stumbled across it. And I was like, oh, what's this? Yeah, it was good. Good idea. Yeah, not yeah. a bad find. Uh, and then today I got sent Parkway Drive's Fever the Underdogs yeah, a couple of days early. Such oh, a What was their last one they did? They filmed like a tour. would have been like 2013, 2012. I've got it on DVD actually. It was very interesting. I love that sort of stuff. Huh? 
Yeah, it, and it's so well produced. Like this had proper, like full theatrical. Just like their live shows. Vibes. I'm actually, I was actually very disappointed this whole thing happened because they were playing a massive show in Sydney at um, like Kudos, which is probably going to be their biggest show yet. Like June, June it was meant to be. I was really yeah, well, they can never see Parkway enough times. Yeah, this, this, <laughs> oh, definitely not. This doco sort of follows them 2019 yeah. tour season where they were. Doing all the Europe, they're so big in Europe, big man. festivals leading up. Yeah, so leading up to Wacken Open Air in 2019 in Germany as their sort of yeah. biggest headline show ever. Holy Bro, cow! Some of the crowd. On this, um, this other old docker, of course, it's insane at these like random European festivals. Like you think, like we've got all well, big festivals, or like you know about like your Glastonbury's, your Coachella, and that. But then there's these festivals you've never heard of in like rural Europe. It's just insane, bro. And like bands like Parkway or Amity Affliction, they're just huge out there. I, I've never seen such a big crowd for a music festival. This thing was massive. Where was that in Germany? Like, you know how like our festivals have two or three extra rows of uh, speakers yeah. further out in the crowd? Th- these had like five or six. Like, it just went back. Yeah, no, I'm pretty keen. So, you, yeah, you said you've seen it, Sava. Yeah, yeah no. I watched it this afternoon. I loved it. It just had it showed that drama that leads up to a big yeah. festival like that, where they've got all this pressure to make sure the show's perfect. Winston's Winston's a bit of a but then they do an, too. I I write him. I'm a strong believer. He should they be all a, are, um, really. <laughs> strain of the year every year. He's just a madman. I love him. Yeah, and it also did a great job of showing just the friendship and family bond. That right, yeah, they all went to school together and like Byron, like primary school and high school, and just surf together every day. They're, yeah, they're a little tight knit family. I love that they've just stuck yeah, to like it too. Everyone that's around them. Very humble. Like very humble dudes. Half the guys that work for them are their mates as well. Big they, are. they got to take their, their yes. mums on stage yeah. with them, which was a pretty special yeah, moment it. to see in film, especially at a festival like that. Like, Yeah, yeah it was uh, actually it. pretty dramatic too that the previous documentary, the one I got on DVD, um, Luke, the guitarist, actually broke his leg surfing like freaking. I was like a couple of days before I went to go off to Europe to like this massive tour and like start filming. So it made it pretty interesting. He was like played in a wheelchair at every gig and they sort of like redid the production around his wheelchair and had some pretty cool props on stage. So yeah, was, they're, they're mad. I love them. Well, that, that's funny because that I ties into this one too because Jaya break, breaks his knee like oh, no three way. or four days before Wacken Festival. So he's he's stuck in a wheelchair for that festival with his mum. Yeah, I love how they can just go do stuff like that and then they come back and – did you go to that gig at Uni Bar? Like, we were doing it two or three years ago. I was in the hall. Like, that was just insanity. Far out. No, I haven't, but and all their shows are always pretty like wild. That. Like, after playing, like, sold-out European tours. I love it. The amount of production that they put into this festival slot, too. Yeah, like, it's like... No wonder they're so big. Like, they're So what's, the, what's the documentary focus on? Just that one festival? Yeah, so it starts... I think it's like 193 days. Oh, so it's just like the, plans the festival, festival gig. around that. And then it's them, yeah, doing rehearsals and then doing sort of pre-smaller gigs and smaller yeah, festivals sick. leading up to it. And then it culminates in this big festival. Yeah, definitely going to have to check that out this weekend. I've got, um, got a few days off, so I've just got time to burn. Yeah, so it's dropping, drops on Thursday on all the, like, on demand, so Apple, uh, Amazon, yeah, so yeah, yeah it's like pay-as-you-go ones. Definitely worth checking out if... If you're a fan Which of I absolutely Parkway, am. you don't even have to the be the metal a fan genre. Of, like I know, um, I know people have nothing, no idea about basketball watching this Jordan docker, which is like pretty cool to see. I think everyone's just frigging bored and have watched everything Doc- else, so they just jump on the wagon. But hopefully, it brings a few new fans over to the game. Yeah, this, this Parkway one's 
Parkway one's special to it. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's different, eh? <laughs> yeah, another, just speaking of um, music documentaries, I finally watched that Travis Scott one. I don't know why I never, Brian, I don't know why I never watched oh, yeah. it. Like, it's been out for ages, but far out. That was incredible. The production on that was insane. Have you seen it? No, you haven't I've seen it. it list. I I've got it on my list. I haven't watched it yet. It's the same as you. I put it on yeah, as it was soon as it came out. One of the things I know I just never got around to watching. I just get distracted on YouTube, I guess. But yeah, I was, um, yeah, I was very glad I watched it. It was insane. What does um, it cover? Like, well, it sort of starts out like the start of his career and follows him through. So it shows like a heap of old footage. Then I think it's mainly when he's recording his most recent album, which was was the Astro World. I think the, I think it follows the Astro World album. Then um, yeah, it follows him through like that Grammy okay. run, and um, it's just yeah, a lot of it's not really focused on one thing, but it's just um, just a little bit a lot of behind the scenes stuff, a lot of stuff with his family, and yeah, it's good. It's a good ride, but yeah, it's very well shot. Like some of his live shows are just insane, man. Yeah, yeah. There's music doctors yeah, at this time, that, like when people can't do anything. So yeah. Definitely worth yeah, I might actually watch. fire up a few older DVDs. I've got, I've got an Emity doco too, which is like a similar vibe to the Parkway one. Be good. They do stuff like that, eh? Well, nice. It's the best we're going to get for a while. Yeah, the only other sort of thing I've been watching, I watched uh, another doco, the WWE's 24 yep. series on Edge. Because he had his neck injury, he was out, forced to yeah, retire right. way too young. Originally, they followed, they came to see him to do a documentary on sort of what his yeah. life after wrestling like. And then during this whole process, he starts to realize, wait a second, maybe my neck's not as bad as originally thought. He goes to see a heap of doctors and they no clear way. him to, to wrestle again. So it follows him in the lead up to the return at the Royal Rumble earlier this year. Worth a, worth a watch for a non-wrestling fan. Really touching, definitely. Like It's super emotional, really touching just to see him and his wife and some of his like closest friends yeah, sure. who, who did his career it? was over. The doco. Oh, yeah. WWE, yeah. So they just because they've got their own network now, they're just making original content, and this was just meant to be a documentary on what what is life after wrestling because so he's doing acting a, and stuff as well. Turn halfway through to it with his <laughs> the doctor giving him approval. Yeah, yeah. As soon as he got approved, it was like, oh. So when, when was all this done? Yeah, right. Would have been so late I've, last year. I've only just seen what's been so popping up on your feed, but WWE have been putting heaps of people off, eh? Like heaps of wrestlers off the off the yeah, card. This this, yeah. this week was not good. They. Because weren't they, they doing cut a lot of people, but... without crowds and stuff? Well, it seemed to be going okay, but obviously that didn't go to plan. Like, it wouldn't be the same, would it? Like, crowds are half the yeah, so they're still the doing the shows cinema. without. Just to see Edge getting back in the ring and because yeah. he wanted to keep it so secret, he trained with oh, his yeah, wife, true. who's a former wrestler as well. So it was like, it was just cool to see that and then, then them sort of getting nervous every time he did something. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, they probably followed a lot of like, football players the same life. Like, they just get beat around and life after football, life after wrestling is just pretty delicate. Yeah, especially yeah, with the neck injury. Andrew Johns, like... he, had to, he had to retire because of his neck. But, yeah, especially for wrestling, like, it doesn't yeah. take much to go wrong. Yeah, like Edge even was not telling his wife yeah, right. certain things before they happened. So he was like, oh, I'm just I'm just going to do a promo <laughs> on this episode. Pretty secret. And then he'd. Do something physical and yeah, have to right. come back. And like, who is he? Who's his wife? All oh, right, yeah. Beth Phoenix. So yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. Sure, that's man. one to watch if you. Yeah, I watched a couple of. Uh, I watched the wrestler. That was an incredible movie. <laughs> that was actually yeah, uh, yeah it was pretty that's emotional. A great movie. Yeah, yeah I, I, I watched watch a while ago. Who did that? Um, who produced that? It was um, directed it. Um, it was something pretty big, man. Oh, I said it last week and I can't remember now. 
Oh, Darren, it's Darren Oran. It's got Mickey Rooney in it. And I, oh, I love him. Aronofsky. Yeah, Black Swan's one of my favourite movies, yeah. eh? Love that, bro. And Mother, he does Mother as well. Yeah, yeah. he's incredible for a young dude. Actually, another wrestling movie I watched. Um, I'm a big Shia LaBeouf fan. He, um, the peanut butter jelly falcon. Have you seen it? Yep. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, that's a cool movie. Pretty much adopts this runaway kid with Down syndrome. He just wants to be a wrestler. Just takes him under his wing. It's very good. I love, yeah, I love him. Shia LaBeouf's a man. Very wholesome, man. That's a cool, sort of kid friendly. Yeah, yeah, such a cool kid friendly wrestling movie, that one. Anything else that you wanted to, to chat um, about? I don't know. I've, I don't. I've, I finally watched Tiger King. Well, I feel like that's just I don't, everyone's sick of hearing about it. <laughs> I finally watched it, but um, it was very good. But I feel like it's going to be like Tiger Who after all this Jordan stuff's finished. Like, <laughs> nah, it was a good. Yeah, laugh it was a, it was a good lead again, up to this. Yeah, it's game Jordan time now. Dog. With this Jordan dog. Yeah. The one big question so, though: Did Carol Baskin? Did you watch? No, I watched. Hang on, we'll just quickly talk about. Did you watch that follow up one where they interviewed everyone? You know? Yeah. Yeah, that was um, that was a bit weird. I feel like it. Yeah, I feel like it just like took a piece out of the whole <laughs> eight episodes before it. Like it just made it feel a bit like a bit of a joke. Yeah, I, I don't think it was necessary. It was more a cash in on the yeah, buzz sure, that had but, come um, that from Jeff the first Obi, He actually seemed half all right in the real life version. Like afterwards, I think they painted him as a massive bad guy in the in the original. Yeah, you didn't see that in that last. I think they're still building that zoo. So once that opens up and this is the world back to normal, that's going to be booming. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, pretty wild stuff. Busy, busy place. Yeah, Um, for sure. Yeah, I think that's pretty much pretty much it. I checked out the Innocence Files, but I've really delved into that. I've seen, I keep seeing it pop up, but yeah, man, I've every every time I go to watch something new, I just keep. It's not bad if you like. Yeah, so the Innocence Files isn't bad yeah, which if you I absolutely like do. true crime. I've been reading actually true crime books lately, man. I'm obsessed with Sydney's criminal history, hey. Just so much happening, like all, oh, all yeah. the way back to the 30s. This corruption in the police force yeah. and the underworld getting involved is yeah, madness. I'm loving it. Yeah, this, this Innocence Files, though, doesn't – I don't think it serves yeah, right. very well. Well, you've got to just take it all in. Yeah, and, like, I think it's – it's roughly two episodes per sort of case. So it's worth sort of just watching those two episodes and then stopping and letting it process. I tried to watch three or four at a time and it, yeah, for sure. it's a bit too much to take in. But yeah, if you just watch the, each case as a, as a standalone piece, I think it'd be yeah, I'm definitely a better show to sure. enjoy. I just need something to do instead of wasting all my time on YouTube when I've got a spare two hours. But far out, man, between now and Monday, I might even watch some old Jordan games. I've got a few days off this weekend. I've been watching a heap of old Lakey games lately, which I love. But, yeah, might even watch some old uh, Jordan games. Yeah, yeah, I hope it sort of builds into more opposition too, like it follows like maybe a Celtics rivalry story or a Lakers rivalry story. Like that as well would be good. And they like interview some like more opponents. I said like Larry Bird got a bit of a start. I don't know too many other players did, eh? Yeah, yeah, Magic yeah, Johnson bit. was there for well, a little bit. It would be good bit. if they sort of delve into that, but I've got no idea where it's going to end up, which is pretty good. Yeah, I'm super keen to see see more episodes. Okay, so uh, just before we give our top picks of the week, though, we'll just hear some words from our sponsors. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this new crazy mother. Are you ready to become part of the PS universe? Well, all you got to do is tune in, turn on, and drop out as you listen to P.S. You Got This with your hosts, 
J.D., Jesse Clay, and the Reverend Friday. We see the world through different eyes and opinions, and we share with everyone bi-weekly. Are you ready to get your side tickled? Find us on Spotify, iTunes, iHeart, and many other platforms. There's a place for everyone in the PS universe. Until then, we want everyone to be good, if not, be good at it. Much love. See y'all on the other side. Okay, so what's your Actually, topic man, of um, the week? I'll give you a recommendation. I watched this movie on um, Netflix, a Netflix original called Uncorked. I'm heaps in the wine, so I've um, I really enjoyed it. But I feel as though anyone else would. It's just it's just this movie about this young black guy growing up in Memphis, and um, he wants to be a master sommelier, but um, he sort of works at his parents' like deli or barbecue like shop, and his dad really wants him to take over the business. It's been like in the family for generations, and um, he sort of steers away from that past and trains to become a master sommelier and like goes off to France and whatnot. And it's just really interesting. Eh? And uh, hip, hip boy, you know, hip boy, the hip hop producer. Yep. He, um, yeah, he does a soundtrack for it. So it's good. Heap of good music in it, man. Like Yo Gotti and like stuff like that. So it was really, really enjoyable like, to attract a young crowd. So uncorked, highly recommend. It's a Netflix original. I think it's, it's actually, I noticed it was in like yeah. creeped up to like top five and Netflix top, most popular like, trending. Oh, nice. Yeah, so yeah, I hadn't. Yeah, pretty hadn't random, but it was a good movie. I'll have to check that. Yeah, one well, you got you um, well, you back on again. That, um, that Edge documentary. Yeah, so after this afternoon, I'm really torn now. I'm tossing up between the Edge doco. Ah, stuff it, mate. Recommend too. Everyone's got spare time. Everyone's got. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, yeah, def- I think that's my that's my go-to documentary. Week, sure. I think. Parkway. Check out either, either of those. Yeah. To, Parkway just this afternoon yeah, blew actually, me away. Like, wasn't expecting to get it, and then when I got it early, yeah, I was like, oh, got to jump on this right away. You sold me. Awesome. Okay, and then just before we close out our episode, we're doing something pretty exciting this week, or next week actually. We're going to be giving away oh, yeah. the Bad Boys for Life DVD. Uh, going to also review it next week, so stick around for that one. And um, – all you have to do to enter is head to our social media channels at Jamieups Media and share the post for today's episode. And then next week, Buddy and I are going to select Excellent. the winner on the Get episode. around it. Okay, so thank you for listening to the commentary booth. If you enjoyed the show, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes because it really helps us grow. And you can follow me on social media at Jamieups Media, and you can follow Blake over on Twitter at Captain Crumbs with a Z. The Commentary Booth is a fan-funded production of Jamie Apps Media. You can support the podcast alongside our magazine, Jamzine, over on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Media. The following people supported at the Jam publisher level or higher, and you cannot fathom how incredibly appreciative we are of their support. Brian and June Hart, Caitlin Fitzgerald, Courtney Paulson, Tracy Apps.